Welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. This episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition. Check it out, skywayacq.com. And our topic today is a little known option the government may use when a contractor has broken the rules. Let's get started with what is an independent monitor? Sometimes things go wrong with a contract. Things happen. Uh, you know, there are performance issues. You can have you know, financial problems, technical issues. There can be outside factors in, in the economy that create problems. And, and these can be addressed by, well, think of it as a focused effort by government and industry to fix the problems that are inside a specific contract. It's, this is contract-specific problems we're talking about. This episode is about when things go wrong with a contractor, not a contract. When a contractor or, or, or person at a contractor, when they run afoul of the rules to, to such an extent that you know, it's a public interest for the protection of the government, that's when things get really dicey, when the government's response is to do things like suspend or debar a company from all their federal contracts because of their behavior. We have at least one previous episode on suspension and debarment, but that's when a company's not allowed to do business with the government anymore. The government can also choose not to debar a contractor, but assign an independent monitor. That's not a common situation, but the concepts underlying what an independent monitor is monitoring are common. Before we get into that, let's stop and say thanks. Thanks this week goes to Roberto Rodriguez Santiago. Roberto is a supervisory contract specialist at the National Guard Bureau. He's in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I want to thank Roberto for liking and sharing a bunch of our episodes on LinkedIn. One of the best ways for people to find our podcast is when our listeners spread the word about us. Well, one of the best ways to spread the word is by liking and sharing our our podcast episodes on LinkedIn. Thanks, Roberto. All right, back to independent monitors. What is an independent monitor. When contractors break the rules, when when they have issues with the law or procedure or, or ethical issues, the government may choose not to do business with them anymore. And like I said, we've talked about this in other episodes, but the way the government does that is they debar a contractor. The government isn't just willy-nilly debarring companies, right? They have to do something seriously Wrong, and, and there's a whole list in the FAR of things that a contractor may be debarred for. Commission of fraud or, or criminal offenses, violating antitrust statutes, embezzlement, and then your traditional things you would think of like theft, forgery, bribery, falsifying documents, uh, tax evasion, those kind of things. And there's a reach back on this. It's not just, did you break a rule now? It also includes knowingly failing for up to three years after final payment on a contract to disclose a violation of law, like of any of these things that you just talked about, or to disclose a significant overpayment on the contract. So if the government accidentally paid you too much and you decide to just keep it and not disclose that, they can decide to debar you for keeping that money and and keeping the fact of that money to yourself. This is all in uh, FAR 9.406. But the last bullet here is commission of any other offense indicating a lack of business integrity or business honesty. 
And then there's a bunch of other stuff, but that you could drive a truck through. Yeah, <laughs> so in other words, if the government, if the government thinks that you're behaving without integrity or honesty to such a degree that they have to protect the government from you, that's a bad thing. Yeah. There's the good old catch all at the end. It's if you do any of these things or anything else that is not good, that, that way you can't <laughs> yeah, weasel through this. Right. Right. So what does an independent monitor do? The government has decided that it has the grounds to debar a company, and they say, mm, let's not go that far. Maybe they can recover. And so so what do they do? They assign an independent monitor, or they require the contractor to hire an independent monitor. And an independent monitor is sort of like a probation officer. A probation officer is basically a middle ground to get you back to healthy, right? They provide oversight on behalf of the government. They're monitoring the employee compliance training or potentially even delivering the training, providing contract management and process oversight to make sure you're doing things right. You know, again, the probation officer metaphor, it's a metaphor, right? Yeah, the probation officer metaphor is apt because the, the idea is that there's observe, support, and then potentially guide, right? That's the idea of a probation officer. Well, an independent monitor, same idea is they're supporting, they're potentially guiding the contractor back to the light. Let's get you back to healthy. Yeah, and they have an arm's length relationship. An independent monitor is there for objective support. And we believe that an independent monitor should focus on guiding the contractor to that successful recovery, back to the light, like you said. It isn't a gotcha situation unless the contractor fails to make a good faith effort to improve. Just like a probation officer isn't there to try to catch a parolee doing something wrong. They're trying to help make sure that they don't do ro- things wrong in the future. To clarify, when you say we believe, because we do this kind of work, to clarify that. But yeah, the overall strategy here is the government. if the government wanted to set up a gotcha, they would have debarred the company in the first place. The reason for setting up an independent monitor relationship is to get the company back to healthy. Right. They don't let you out on parole unless they think that you can be rehabilitated. If they think that you that you can't you can't live safely in society again, then you stay in jail or you are debarred. In this analogy metaphor, we always have trouble. Analogy we've created. We always have trouble with analogies and metaphors. Which is which? But take your pick. The story that we're telling, the parole thing. All right. To be clear, we are talking about extreme situations here. Independent monitors are not assigned every day. It's not like a regular thing. I, when I was in the government, I'd never even heard of an independent monitor. GovCon is complicated, and it's not always intuitive. So if you're a contractor and you find you've broken the rules, notify your contracting officer or your government auditor and offer some kind of remedy, a discount, a refund, additional quantity of deliverables, whatever makes sense and it is reasonable. Because if an auditor finds that you've broken the rules... They may mandate a remedy, and that could be even worse for you. And and sometimes those remedies are spelled out in the regulations, like penalties for defective pricing, which... We've talked about that in other episodes. (laughs) Yeah. There's a difference between an inadvertent violation of the rules versus just negligence, where you didn't have policies and procedures in place to ensure that the rules are followed, versus criminal behavior, right? There, there's a big difference between I knew the rule, but I accidentally broke it versus I didn't train my employees so they didn't know 
what the rules were versus I am going to try to steal from the government, right? You don't see this until you get to that extreme edge of, of criminal behavior, potentially criminal behavior. To, to use your point of uh, when the auditor finds you. So the auditor finds that you did this wrong and you go, oops, I missed that. And you pay it back. Or they find, hey, your system wasn't, this error happened and you owe the government money because you didn't have systems in place. Okay, that happens. As opposed to, hey, look, the government overpaid us. Quick, put it over there so they don't see it. There's a huge difference between those three examples. Let's link this to the acquisition time zones and the execution time zones. When would an independent monitor be assigned? When in the acquisition process? This, This covers all the zones. It could be anywhere from the very beginning of market research to where it, collusion could be occurring. The, the key place this is going to show up for most of the time, more experience, is during the performance zone. Yeah. That's where it starts. But the point of saying that they all apply is that now it impacts your ability to potentially get the next contract. The fact that you have an independent monitor is public information. So now it becomes part of your past performance record and it could be part of the evaluation criteria, et cetera. So it, it expands across, but from our experience, most of the time this shows up is because you're performing in a way that the government feels like they have to be protected from you, <laughs> which sounds really creepy when I say it that way. Yep. And if you're not familiar with the acquisition time zones, are in episode number three, and the execution time zones, we cover those in episode number 84. Why are we talking about this today? Why is it important? Contractors are run by people, and sometimes it's the people, not the whole company, that have caused the problem, right? It, it's a bad apple situation rather than some systemic evil corporation. An independent monitor gives the contractor a second chance if things went wrong, but it wasn't actually purposeful criminal behavior on, on behalf of the company. The government's not in the business of putting contractors out of business. It, it, this is particularly important if, say, it's a, a small company or mid-sized company, and most or all of their work is government contract work. So by debarring them because of the one, like you, like you mentioned, because of one bad apple, puts the entire company and all the employees out of work. And that's not necessarily, in fact, that often isn't in the best interest of the government. So the independent monitor solution allows to keep the company going, provide some sig- significant and stringent oversight to make sure that, that the bad apple doesn't continue to, to ruin the whole bunch. Yeah, and you may be thinking, wait, the government's going to punish my company because one person did something really bad, r- maybe even criminal? The reason that the government would get involved is because you didn't have compliance procedures in place. You didn't have policies in place that prevented this this extreme behavior, this criminal behavior from, from happening. So you can't just say, well, Kevin did that all wrong. It's all on him and, and not it's not the company's fault at all. No, if somebody in your company does something wrong and you didn't have systems in place to prevent it, it's on you too. Like I mentioned before, I had never heard of independent monitors when I was a government contracting officer. And maybe that's good. I'd heard of debarred and suspension, but I didn't really see a lot of that type of activity. On the government side, it's okay to ask. Uh, like I said, it's often public information anyway. And, and don't be alarmed if a contractor has an independent monitor because it means that they're working their way back toward the light. And yes, they may have had a problem, but it's public, it's being managed, et cetera. The other option is, well, there's two other options. One, they got debarred or, or the worst option is it's still happening and nobody knows about it. Right. <laughs> so this isn't all bad, you know. 
yeah, if you find a contractor has an independent monitor, it's it's really business as usual for almost everyone on the government side. There's usually no restriction on farther awards to that contractor, although that that it could be part of the deal. Maybe maybe they're not allowed to have cost type contracts until certain things are in place. But as a contracting officer, you may not have contact with the independent monitor. The independent monitor usually reports to the agency's department and suspension office or or could be to a contracting officer at, at an agency. But if you weren't involved in the reasons that the contractor got in trouble in the first place, you may not even know this is happening. On the industry side, you will certainly know that you have an independent monitor. <laughs> yeah. Because things will change, right? As a contractor, you don't want to end up in a position where the government is considering debarment or independent monitor. So yeah. all the things we talked about, you know, keep you out of the hot water. But understanding this, this is a possibility. And, and again, it's, it's, it's getting you back toward the light is the purpose of it. So if you end up with a potential debarment, you may offer up, hey, maybe we could just hire an independent monitor and work through this rather than debarring us. You don't want to be there. But if you are, you need to make a serious effort to comply with all the laws and regulations and putting in place policies and procedures to prevent violations in the future, or, or you will be debarred, right? That's always the fallback. The independent monitor is there monitoring you, but if that monitor reports to the government that you're not even trying, then you're going to be debarred. And that means no more government work, and it means you could be out of business. And it's not just your company. It's all your employees are out of business, Right. And don't think that you can get away with it by, well, I'll just let this company go bankrupt and I'll start another one because they can debar you personally as well. If you're the president of the company and the company is debarred, you may be debarred personally as well. If you were aiding and abetting the criminal behavior, you just can't start another company and start government contracting again. And it can be expensive. Paying for the independent monitor's time is the responsibility of the contractor, not the government. Plus the added costs of, of putting in policies and procedures, compliance activities, training, monitoring yourself, it adds up. So it can make it even more difficult to keep your company in business. Yeah, this is one of those things you want to have these compliance activities in place before there's an independent monitor there to help you do it. Right. Well, if you had it in place before, then you probably wouldn't have gotten in the situation where you were being threatened with debarment and then <laughs> got lucky and ended up with an independent monitor instead. That's my point. Follow the rules, folks. That's what we're trying to say here. (laughs) Comply with all laws, policies, regulations. You'll be fine. To wrap this up, on the government side, assigning an independent monitor is an option if you need it. It doesn't come out of your budget. The contractor pays for it. But if you're thinking about debarring a company and you're thinking about all the people that would be out of work, because of things out of their control, unless every single person in the company was doing was you know in on the 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 fraud, it's a big deal. And this is a step that allows for the company, the parolee, to remain free and doing business. Another thing to consider is yeah, there's the people that are going to lose their jobs, but there's the mission impact. Yeah, if this is a successful government contractor that was delivering things that the user needed, because again, the function of contracts is to get something to someone who needs it from someone who can make it, there's a mission impact. If, there's, if this company is actually performing a service that's, that's needed, it's just that they're not doing it right. 
let's let's not burn the whole forest down just because a couple of trees are bad. Yeah, that's a good point. So if if you're not a soft-hearted person and thinking about all the families that are, are going to be out of work, think about the mission because that's what you're there for as a government employee, right? To accomplish the mission. <laughs> and industry folks, following the rules is the price of doing work in the GovCon world. Finding yourself in a position to be potentially debarred or having an independent monitor assigned is very unlikely. And and if you're doing things right, you, you just won't see it. There's a lot of value to establishing compliant policies and procedures to prevent yourself from getting into trouble and ending up even talking about debarment or independent monitors. Here are a couple places to start. We actually have several episodes that deal with the topics that come up under independent monitoring. We have episodes on being a responsible government contractor. We have ones about understanding the ethics rules. We have ones about understanding contract management and documenting properly, uh, understanding allowable costs. That's a big one. And then contract management in general. We have about 300 episodes about that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And if you need to talk to somebody on the Skyway team about the kinds of things that go into setting up a compliance system so you don't have (laughs) these kind of problems, Give us a call at 877-884-5280 or visit our website at skywayacq, as in skywayacquisition.com. Nice. And with that, Kevin, I'll talk to you later. See you, Paul. Thanks for joining us this week on the Contracting Officer Podcast, and thanks to our members in the Skyway community. The Skyway community enables Kevin and I to bring you this podcast for free week after week, and we appreciate your support. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. On the industry side, I squeaked. You're very passionate. <laughs> Drink a water while we're breaking. <laughs> that was funny. Mm. Wow. <laughs> a little, a little delirious this morning. On the industry side, <clears throat> I got to think about where I was now. That distracted me.